Hello and welcome my partners in crime. Welcome back to Murder and Lies for another true crime. Now, this again, this is case 11 in our unsolved missing people's cases that we're doing on this long, long campaign up for 20 days up until the 20th of December to bring awareness out there to the missing. Now, today's case is the Luke Durbin case. Now, Luke um, Durbin lived with his mother, Nikki, and sister, Alicia, uh, in um, Hollisley in Suffolk. Uh, both of whom shared a close relationship with him and they all lived happily and they you know really nice family actually they loved them loved each other it, it, it really shows the mother is absolutely devastated as is the sister by this boy's disappearance so again before I say anything else let's make sure that we if you know anything about this case um, and I think I've got some CCTV of Luke's last sightings in this case and if you know anything or you're holding back as I always say loyalties are changing all the time and so if you do know anything and you want to get things off your chest about what you know and you haven't come forward before please come forward it would be really really good if we can help bring Luke Durban back home or have some give this family something so they can actually move on with their life because really their whole life is taken up by searching for this young lad really it's very very sad this case I think that you know he's just disappeared now he was born on the 4th of um, December 1986 uh, and he disappeared on the 12th of May 2006 and he was aged 19 years old at the time of his disappearance 19 that's it gone literally without a trace. He was an avid guitarist, he had enrolled at Music Technical College um, in Colchester in Essex, uh, but he dropped out. Now he dropped out after about a year. Now this was due to the issues of this daily commute, because listen, a lot of these colleges, and I don't know what it's like in the rest of the world, but a lot of these colleges are sort of about the way you've got to get buses there. We no longer pay now for the, our kids to actually go to college and do things, you know, it's usually down to the parents to keep them and get them by. Um, so you've either got to go work or go to college. That's just sort of how it's gone now, really. And I think, um, little Luke, this is what was happening to him. Anyway, he um, he worked then, a lot of different little jobs to get the money in and over the next year. And so he acquired a job at, actually as a greengrocer and that was his doing. He was doing that for about, um a month and a half before he disappeared so he'd got a job you know he's up early greengrocers are up early you're getting everything ready and it's out there and he as i said he'd done this for about a month and a half before he disappeared so we go into the facts of his disappearance now luke now he was described as an easygoing affectionate often bringing back groceries because you know he worked in there but to cook for his mother and his sister he used to make the meals and everything as i said this was a really nice family they you know normal family normal family his family stated that his disappearance was uncharacteristic he would usually come home he isn't just one that's gonna get up one day and think oh, i'm off i'm i'm leaving actually was last seen at night around a nightclub area so again there's issues isn't there there so this isn't this lad hasn't just walked away on his own okay he hasn't um, and he's having always, if he wasn't coming home or he's staying at his mates, he would have always rung home and told his mother where he's going to be. See you tomorrow, mum, I'm just staying here. He would have never, ever have walked out of that house 
and not said goodbye and certainly would have not come back home and left his mother in a position of the worry that she's in now. That wasn't his character at all. So Luke, Luke um, Durbin's friend Alex was a chef in London and had returned for the weekend to see his friends and family. Now he was prompting Luke actually, you know, to take time off work and you know, um, all this stuff and um, alongside with his friend Zach, Luke rode his new motorbike actually to Alex's place in Woodbridge, leaving his wallet, his keys, his phone and a change of clothing, planning to spend the night there. Uh, so his mother knew this. So Luke then, at that night when he went out, he wore a black, um, grey, long-sleeved collared shirt under a reversible plum grey sweatshirt, a long uh, side faded denim jeans, motif on the side, sorry, um, of the thigh in brown and brown suede shoes. After some drinks in a local pub, Luke, Alex and Zach then went for a cab from Woodbridge to Ipswich to go clubbing at um, Zest nightclub. Although Alex took a taxi back shortly after having too much to drink. After some hours um, Zest at the Zest nightclub so Luke uh, sort of lost contact because I think Zach went to the bar to buy more drinks and so Luke sort of couldn't find him or whatever. I think the next sighting of Luke was at um, Ipswich train station and that was at five, about five minute actually, minute walk um, from the Cess nightclub. And around two or three a.m. after being told that there was no trains were running, Luke's next stop, I suppose, and you can see on CCTV around 3.45 a.m., heading uh, to Hawks Express cabs. Having left his wallet at Alex's place, the receptionist suggested that Alex calls his mother for her bank card and card details, although he refused, stating that he didn't want to wake his mum up. Considerate lad, isn't he? Luke then was spotted on CCTV walking across a zebra crossing and I think I've got this one. on Dog's Head Street, heading towards the bus station at 4 a.m. This was the last position sighting of Luke. Shortly after, the silver or white Volvo 440 is caught on CCTV with the registration, registration number M for Mother 206LYE, caught on CCTV um, and later discovered to be false plates. The vehicle um, is of primary interest to the investigations and you can see why when you look at the CCTV because really that was the last sighting wasn't it.
really, of him. The next day, Luke's family assumed that he had gone to work, although after contacting friends and his work over the, his whereabouts, he was reported missing by his mother. Now there has been some unconfirmed sightings. A witness reported seeing an individual matching Luke's description walking near Foxhall Stadium in Ipswich on 12th of May 2006 between 7.30 and 8am. This led to the reinvestigation um, in mid-late 2011 but failed to produce any new evidence at all. On the 13th of May 2006 between 11am and 2pm Two witnesses reported seeing Luke in a dark blue Renault Magna being driven by a man near um, the Turban Town Centre car park in uh, Quayside or Quayside in um, Woodridge. In late March 2007, a classmate of Luke's from the um, high school that he used to go to reported seeing him outside Aldrich Theatre in Drury Lane in London. After the fatal shooting of a patron in December of 2006, the police appeal for Ipswich Borough Council led this sort of, they wanted this, you know, nightclub um, really shut down. There was a lot of things going on around this nightclub, really, 2006, 2007. Councils said, you know, they cited that there was a lots of issues and they wanted this, it was actually really attracting some really violent crime. Again, lots of drugs and stuff going around. Now in March 2008, um, Luke's mother alongside um, uh, Valerie, I think, Nettles, now her, her son is missing as well, Damien Nettles, organised a march for the missing event. The event led to raise awareness over the scale of how many people go missing every year in the United Kingdom, in addition to appealing to the government to provide financial support for missing people's charities. Well, listen, we're still, this is why we're doing it, isn't it? And I keep saying, please donate to charities because our government don't care. And also we have many, many people as we're going over in these cases, don't we, that we are having so many people go missing, it's hard to keep up and to tell you the truth as I go through these cases all I'm hearing is the lack of the ability of the police now that's not just because I don't want to do it it's because I haven't got the funds to do it the financial is the finance isn't there to do it the manpower isn't there to do it they're not looking at CTTV because I haven't got loads of people sitting there looking you know especially in cities of London and stuff like that to sit there and look for hours of CCTV so kids are people are going missing here which shouldn't be, and something needs to be done. So I absolutely agree with this woman who's still not heard anything about her son. So in August 2011, a 29-year-old man and a 24-year-old woman were arrested for identity fraud. And they were using Luke's um, ID and stuff to make online purchases. Now, what this does, right, one, it's illegal. Anyway, not that these people give a shit, do they really? You've took someone's identity that's missing. You have family members now searching for these people. You have lots of people searching for these people. You take their identity and you start doing online shopping and start using their stuff. You're making it look like they're alive, right? You're giving people hope that their son is alive, aren't you? You're really hindering any further investigation into this because now we don't know, do we, whether you've used this, someone else has used this, how many people have used this identity as fraudulently as you can possibly do to someone that is missing. It's absolutely disgrace, isn't it?
really. You have certain people out there that are an absolute disgrace to society for themselves, human beings, it's disgraceful. But this is what this has done, it's brought heartache again, isn't it, to these families who are trying to find their children, their loved ones, think, oh gosh, someone's, you know, he's alive, he's using his, you know, he's, he's got ID, he's got stuff, it's being used. No, it's not. It was actually fraudulent and there was nothing of Luke's ever used. So in June 2012, a 40-year-old man was arrested on suspicion of murder with a 25-year-old uh, arrested on suspicion of being in connection or with that. Both were eventually bowed um, after questioning and the search of their homes, um, it really concluded nothing. That was it. In April 2020, uh, Channel 5 documentary exploring um, Luke's drug dealing history and the ties to gangs in Brixton, London. Um, now, you know, this happens. You know, it happens. But it is speculated that Luke owed money to dealers within the net, his network, according to the investigators. After Luke's shift concluded at the greengrocers, he went on to finalise a drug deal in Woodbridge before meeting up with Alex and Zach on that night of his disappearance. Suffolk Police have described Luke's disappearance as being one of the most baffling cases they have. Now, again, Luke's mother has voiced her concerns and criticism towards the initial police investigation, stating that it wasn't taken seriously enough, leading to grave mistakes, um, miscalculating the window and declaring that it was a murder investigation. Now, following the review in 2010, the Suffolk Police relaunched Luke's um, case as a murder inquiry, referring the case to the major investigation team, MIT. So, I think, I think I might have said it was a murder, but what, what I meant was, she's saying she believed that right from day one, it was a murder. Yes, he was disappeared, he went missing for a few hours and stuff, but if he had links to what we would call serious crime, where you are drug dealing and stuff, and you may have owed drug dealers money, or, or drug deal could have gone wrong, you know, it doesn't even have to be a drug dealer, it could have been someone you were selling drugs to, you've just approached the wrong person, it could have been anything. The minute you bring serious crime into anything like this, where some of these people go missing, they go missing from the streets like this late at night, um, you know, and we're using cars now, aren't we, with false number plates on and stuff, you know, you're, you are looking at more serious crime than someone that's just missing. So if Luke is out there for any reason, uh, still, um, please contact someone and let, let them know where you are and that you're safe. If for any other reason that we're talking about now a serious crime that's being committed by people undertaking a majority of, of, of crimes within the area and different areas, especially in London, when you're dealing with these sort of um, criminals, um, you'll be very lucky to get any information out. But as I say, loyalties change, don't they? So if you know anything about the disappearance of Luke, please contact anyone. Do you know what? Even if you just don't know anything, even if you didn't take part in anything what happened to Luke, but you may know where his body is or anything like that, even that, you know, is information that can help this family put their son to rest. Listen, we want information whether these people are dead or alive, right? We just, these families, people just want answers, don't they? 
That's all we're after. That's all anyone's after. If Luke was into something like that, and um, I don't know because I didn't investigate all that, I'm just trying to highlight missing crimes, like missing people. I'm just trying to highlight the missing people who's gone missing over the years. And this boy has never been heard of since that night. So it's really important that if you know anything, that you at least say, you at least say, you don't need to incriminate yourself, you can do it anonymously. There's many things that you can do to give this family some peace. Because don't forget, they've done nothing wrong here. They're just trying to search for their loved ones. That's all they're trying to do. They just want answers. That's all they want. That's all they want. Because no one else is really doing much, are they? So if you do know anything, it'd be really good if you could at least say anything you know that would be really, really appreciated. So thank you for watching. And uh, until the next time, bye-bye.